Hey gang, it's Steven Schleicher. Hope you're enjoying Critical Hit, show we've been doing for, holy crap, 10 years now. 10 years of Critical Hit goodness and fun. And along the way, we've found some great people to help sponsor the show, including Harry's. Now, I know in this uh, troubled world in which we live in, you're always looking to save a few bucks. So how much could you save if you switch to Harry's this weekend? If you switch to Harry's one year from now, how much money will you have saved? Well, you will have saved enough to buy 26 cups of coffee in New York City, enough for three deep dish dinners in Chicago, or you could pay six months of your Netflix subscription. That's how much money you can save. How do you do this? Because Harry's delivers high quality razor blades as low as $2 each, a fraction of the price of the leading brand and saving you hundreds of dollars over time. Now, I've been using Harry's razors since they first became one of our sponsors. And my goodness, I love these razors. I love the, the handle. I, I love how it's got a good grip. I like the razors because it's got on the one side, it's got the, uh, the regular blades. And then on the other, it's got the little trimmer. So you can get into all the places that need to be trimmed. So it looks nice and good. And everybody is happy. Great razors at an affordable price. And you can get a Harry's trial set delivered to your door by going to harrys.com slash critical hit. So let's say you go and you get this, this trial set. And you just fall in love with it. Well, Harry's is also super convenient. They have blade refills are delivered directly to your door on a schedule with or without a subscription. They have all the other grooming needs that you need. You can get blades, hair care, shower products. Oh man, I've been using their shower gels. I love the shower gels. Really, really cool. Harry's also has bar soap, which I've enjoyed as well. And just like their blades, Harry's is committed to providing premium products without breaking the bank. So listeners of this show, you can redeem your Harry's trial set at harrys.com slash critical hit, and you will get a weighted ergonomic handle with a firm grip. Like I said, it's a great handle, a five blade razor with a lubricating strip and a trimmer blade, a trimmer blade, like I was talking about earlier, you can get rich lathering shave gel with aloe to keep your skin hydrated. And you also get a travel blade cover to keep your razor dry and easy to grab on the go. So what are you waiting for? Go to harrys.com slash critical hit to start shaving and saving today. Thanks, Harry's, for sponsoring this episode of Critical Hits. Welcome to Critical Hit, a major spoilers podcast. Thank you so much for downloading and checking us out this week. And uh, had some positive things, but also some setback things, I think. At one point, Rodrigo, we figured out how to navigate this city, but mm -hmm. on the downside, we wound up right back where we were supposed to originally start. Yes. But since we hadn't been there, technically it's not back, it's just there. But but it, it does look like um, the you've found an edge of district that will get you to the tower, assuming that you can get, or at least the tower's district. Assuming that you can get there fast enough. Yeah, we've got to get there fast enough. Still north? Still north. Well, then let's get this thing going. Okay. Um, so, yes, you guys are uh, in a tunnel, which does appear to, in fact, be a... Uh, some sort of uh, water, like, uh, access tunnel. You are, B, 
being led by a pair of goblins. Um, and yeah, you're essentially in this basically metal tube. Every once in a while, you will walk by a tube that goes out a while, and then there will be a grate. And definitely the first couple of ones that you walk by, you can hear the uh, savage noise of a, of a really uh, intense battle. Finish him. Yeah, pretty much. Um, the or as you continue, the sounds of battle dim. Um, and or 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 diminish, and uh, eventually you get to uh, what appears to be a um a ladder, like a steel ladder that leads up to an access hatch. And uh, the goblins stop on either side of the ladder. So I take it this is where we're supposed to go up? This as far to edge of district as we get. Thanks for the escort. Good luck with the fighting. They uh, kind of do a, a little salute and say, Dallin, be with you. And run off. <laughs> and also with you. So there you guys are. Steel ladder, access hatch above. Everyone and ready? and also this this tunnel does continue um, down a ways, but it uh, it does seem to uh, the last few, basically the last hundred feet or so. You guys felt that the tube uh, kind of veer to your left so it's possible that this tube either um continues to do that and thus you know might uh eventually completely turn around or go in a different direction or uh also as likely might change it might cross district lines and who knows what would happen down here so the goblins were pretty confident that this was the best place to put you guys i suppose we should go up stay close be aware we're still on the right time. Do I got time uh, to check? Yep. Sure. I'll check. Yep. Uh, you're still you're still doing okay, but uh, it's uh, you're getting up there. Getting close, but still pretty good. All right. I will go up the ladder. Okay. Uh, Sakar turns the hatch. It makes a fair amount of noise, and uh, when it Basically, once you get to a uh, release tightness, it kind of like pops out, like opens up like pretty forcefully. So if you want, you can like basically catch it as it like pops out of your hand. You can grab it and open it a little bit more uh, gently than if it was just going to like pop open and slam on the ground. Um, But it's still, you know, there's still a loud like as it opens up. Um, if you, uh, poke your head out, you see, um, you're in the same, you're in that sort of, um, docks district still. Um, if you look back in the direction you came, you can see, 
you know, flashes and uh, still hear some muted sounds from the battle. Um, uh, off over there, you see some Asmodean soldiers uh, carrying some supplies towards the front line, but they're pretty far away from you. Uh, and they didn't seem to have heard uh, the noise from the uh, from the hatch. Uh, they are kind of, you know, hustling. They're like trotting. I don't know if there's a a name for a march that's pretty fast. Like they're still, you know, moving in time, um, but uh, they're they're doing it pretty fast, double time, I guess. And um, that in and of itself, because they're marching uh so fast makes a lot of noise so essentially their own marching prevented them from hearing you open the hatch well we better get a move on then as soon as they pass yeah Yeah. there's you know maybe 20 of them so it doesn't take because they're marching like four abreast it doesn't take very long for the whole squadron to go by and uh then yeah you're at a pretty empty street I'll try to again kind of scurry ahead and uh and scout to uh look for openings to time us to, to try to avoid patrols as much as possible. Okay. Or actually give me a uh, streetwise check. Wow, that's a net one. Wow. Okay. Oof. Little sparkle. Yep, ranges forward. Uh you find um a um like a head a hedge like a wall made out of plants yeah a hedge yeah or a shrubbery yeah it's taller it's tall so whatever the tall version is um tall shrubbery a tall shrubbery <laughs> uh, uh, a, 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 a you find a dire shrubbery uh, um, oh no. and uh you can duck behind it and look around, and uh, this area seems pretty clear, except that, you know, when you look back, you don't see the others. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, you guys see little sparkle duck behind a uh, tall shrubbery. Have I Give her the typical wound up beat. in a different district? Uh... Now that you look back and you're looking at like a like clearly a steelworks, yes, you've clearly gone into a different district. Oh no! Oh no! Narf. Oh yeah! I'm oh, sorry. I say, give her the typical beat that she takes. Realize something went wrong, and charge after because it's probably a district wall. Okay. Uh so Cat takes off running. Uh, How far ahead was she? Um, she usually goes pretty far ahead. So presumably, uh, you guys just like ducked behind like the the assembly around the pipe that you came out of, and she like took off, crossed the street, uh, went a little bit farther, and ducked behind the hedge. I will try to very carefully retrace my steps. If you retrace your steps, you'll go into that steelworks district. Oh. Like, well, that's, that's the way you came. Right, right, right. All right, then I'm going to just uh, stay put and hope that whoever know, actually knows how to navigate this place will find me. Yeah. 
So would we say a good 20, 30 feet ahead of us? Yep. Uh, something went wrong. Or turn to the others. Specifically to Randa, something went wrong. I think she jumped districts. Is it safe to no. follow? And start moving quickly that direction. I'll try to figure out if I can determine what districts you would have went to and best way to get there from here. Well, um, it looks like you guys are really coming up close to your uh, to the to a time when you would not go to that district. Like you guys are like right on time. So, assuming that. Um, Basically, if there is, like, a directionality to it, like, if it follows the sun, like, from east to west, um, for example, um, then it could be that she, like, it could potentially be that you guys are too late to cross, but it's not entirely clear. You're kind of in a gray area right now. I say Ked's still moving. Okay. Okay, yeah, let's go. The, the general impetus was if Randis says stop, he'll stop. Okay. Uh, Ket ducks behind the hedge. Following yep. after. Following after. Okay. Following after. All right. Everybody follows. We're all in okay. six different districts. So, um, Ket uh, ducks behind the hedge, finds himself uh in a kind of a, a little plaza there are and and this plaza is made of sort of uh very tightly packed together um like gray bricks so the it's the the um the ground is like brickwork and they are uh, mortared in such a way that there's like almost no cracks between them so it's pretty well smooth as uh ked walks in if he uh looks to the to his we'll say his left he doesn't see the tower there um but he does see a a big statue a very large statue of asmodeus made of a red and black stone uh, he is in a um like a thoughtful position he's like standing but has like is a bit supporting his elbow um with his hand across his body uh, so like his, supporting his like left elbow with his right hand across his body and then uh holding his chin and then you know it's like head looks like a goat has like tall spiky horns that make his head look like a star is there um, any sign of sparkle? Uh, not that you can see immediately. Um, so that's what you see to your left. When you look directly in front of you, um, you see a pathway forward that has more of these plazas along with more statues of uh, Asmodeus. Um, and when you look to your right, uh, you see a similar thing, um, except that um, you also see uh, an enormous wall, just a wall 
in the distance that blocks everything else. You can't see past it. It just goes from your field of vision all the way from the left to the right. Um, and if you look up, it also doesn't seem to end. It just kind of goes into some clouds. And then as you're processing all of this, basically you guys like smack, 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 as like the rest of the party like runs into you. There's nobody here. Uh, there does not appear to be anybody here. Would the equation allow Randus to tell what district would have come next in the previous incarnation if we had gone that direction, or no? We should be able to reverse engineer it based on knowing the direction we had to go to get to District 1 to find the number that we were in, which would allow Randus to plug in the uh, potential information and reverse engineer to find out what... Uh, yeah. We should be able to math it out. Uh, you can, yep, you can sit down and start figuring it out. Randis, start figuring out where she might have gone. Working on it. Uh, guys, follow me real quick. I don't think we should be out in a plaza. I'm a roll streetwise to find us a place <sighs> that's uh, out of the way. Okay. That's, that didn't work last time. Fortunately, there's only a 5% chance of that happening again. Like, oh. or I'll go the opposite <laughs> direction. Uh, uh. So, so, so first off, as a freebie, you, you realize that that giant wall I described is the tower, right? Oh. <laughs> I did not. Okay, so as a freebie, that's the tower. You are in the tower's district. Any movement away from here is going to take you out of that district that you've been trying to get to this whole time. Um, as far as uh, getting someplace out of the way, uh, this appears to be a um, sort of an, an enormous public square. You would imagine that under time or during times when there wasn't a scary occupying force that has probably cleared everyone, forbidden them from being near the plaza or near the, the tower, um, that this area would have had like vendors and stuff, and each of these individual plazas that interconnect um, were probably like themed, and almost certainly there weren't statues to Asmodeus here before. So um, it's very likely that uh, the Asmodeans use these for like drills, um, but since you have progressively uh, emptied out the troops. Uh, it's very likely that any nearby garrisons are actually on their way to the beachhead. Um, so there really isn't any place that's particularly not a plaza in this district. There are basically hallways and hallways to plazas and plazas um, separated like gently by tall hedges. Like nothing is like completely enclosed. Um, so you know it's like it's it's relatively. You know, it's like they're tall enough, but like if you like climbed onto one, you'd be able to easily see the plaza uh, that's next. And and of course, there's like a big open area that's not covered by a hedge. So you can see the next plaza down the way pretty easy. So no real place to actually not even just a building to. Uh, there might be like a gazebo in one of these. But nothing that's going to be easy or obvious for the time being. 
right. Um, Yay! As you uh, as you look around, uh, you see a couple of uh, people are walking towards you guys. A casual, you guys. Do we recognize um, the people? Uh, you don't. Um, they are uh, clearly Asmodean priests. Uh, one of them is a tall human. Uh, he's bald and uh, just wearing robes and, and a tabard with the symbol of Asmodeus. Uh, the other one is a dwarf um, and uh, is wearing uh, some heavier armor and has a shield and a um, hammer, but uh, is not really brandishing them. He has the shield over his shoulder and uh, they're kind of keeping pace with each other. Um, and they they just seem to be talking to each other, but they also seem like they're aware of you. Um, what are they talking about? Um, they say, uh, as I get a little closer, you guys hear, um, uh, the human says, it looks like your intelligence uh, was correct. Bishop Olaf was like, intelligence was fresh, Bishop Pine. Yep, thought so. As they approach, um, Pine, the human, uh, holds out his hands um, like he would embrace Ket if he was closer and says, Ket, such a long time. You know, you really should have uh, come to work for the company. It would have made for some uh, excellent collaborations. It might have. But it also would have resulted in more uh, just kind of gesture to anything Asmodeus related. Just the I would world in general? Pretty much. At this point. I don't suppose he means glory, Brother Olaf. Difference of opinion, or Bishop Olaf. Difference of opinion, Bishop Pine. Last time we saw these two was back Tuberville. on the material plane, or was it at the uh, congregations? Um, you didn't see them at the congregations. The last time, pretty sure the last time you saw these two was Tuberville. Okay. Uh, but they say, um, unfortunately, your uh, opportunities to, to join the church have uh, since lapsed. But uh, we do have a fantastic opportunity to show you the research that, uh, in a sense, you helped us uh, create in Tuberville. And he uh, gestures towards the statue of Asmodeus. Um, which then starts to move, and as it does, it kind of loses its asmodeaness. It kind of gets like, um, like bumpier, and it starts moving towards you guys. Uh, Let's roll initiative. You two, Sam. Oh, uh, 
Rob, go ahead and give yourself a plus 10 to initiative. Sam, go ahead and give yourself a minus 10 to initiative. Okay. <laughs> uh, Ket. 39. Uh, Sparkle. Uh, 19. Orem. 41. Randis. 34. And Sakar. 35. All right. Can everybody see the battlefield? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. There are, in fact, two of them. Okay. Uh, let me see. So here you guys are. Uh, this is a statue of Asmodeus that is now moving. This is another statue of Asmodeus that is now moving. Here's Pine. Here's Olaf. And, uh, yeah, any questions? Why didn't I blast one of the golems when I got here? Where? How am I going to get into this fight? <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> Maybe not. Oh, we'll be long dead before you get here, so don't worry. Oh. Yeah, that's, that's, it's actually good. You'll actually be able to try and finish the mission after these guys get flattened. Oh, okay. First up is Orm. So Orm's doing his little stretching. Uh you know, looking at these guys. Okay, let's do it. And I pull out my sword and my arm just turns to ice all the way down the tip. And I shoot the two priests and that far um, stone guy mm-hmm. with my freezing bolts. Okay. That targets <laughs> three creatures. Three creatures. And nice. I roll 43 versus reflex. Uh, 43 versus reflex. Uh, is going to hit all three of them. All right. So my damage on that is 3d6 plus my intelligent modifier cold damage. And the target is immobilized. So I'm going to look what, what that totals up to really quick. Because I didn't really think I was going to hit them the first time. 3d6 plus 8. That's 21 damage, and they are immobilized until the end of my next turn. Solid. Yeah, you just pew, 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 send three ice bolts. You hit all three of them, and as you do, the ice bolt uh, just goes right through the golem, which then uh, kind of freezes the middle of it, and it, like, cracks in half, and, like, the top half falls over. Okay. Um and then the halves start kind of moving independently. Great. Oh. <laughs> Fun. Is it go. now many golems? It is now a, two smaller golems, in fact. It's a two halves make a nice. holem. It's a golem ooze. <laughs> <laughs> All right, carry on, please. Um, okay, then uh, my minor action, which priest should I target? Uh, pine? Pine. Or, okay, I will magic missile pine. We were for my minor action for 17 damage, 17 force damage. Pew, pew, pew. All right. Uh, and then I'm just going to stand my ground. So no move action at this point. Okay. That's uh, going to take us to Cat. Neil at Randis. We need you figuring out how to deal with these things. Okay. And figuring out where Sparkle is activate my ring of free time to get an extra minor action this turn okay and curse the two closest things 
which the first one will be Grand Golem 1. Okay. Then the second thing, I think, is... We'll go with Pine. Yeah, it's taken more damage. Partially because it looks like uh, Olaf resisted some of that freeze bolt. Hmm. Are we sure that Golem 1 is closer to you than Olaf? Huh? One, two, let's see. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Oh. Olaf is closer by one square. And Pine. That was a good call, Matthew. Matthew just robbed Rob. <laughs> <laughs> Rob is very tired. That's okay. I figure, you know, you got to do it once in a while. And since we're all about to die. All right. So the two priests are are uh, cursed. Cursy priests. Are the half golems immobilized? It doesn't look like it. They are uh, the part of them that's icy is now on top, so they can move around. Okay. Let's... Is one of them walking on his hands? Because that'd be funny. Yeah. Yeah, the the top one is walking on its hands, but also they're like kind of, you know, like deconstituting into just like general humanoid blobs. So you only really get a a brief flash of Asmodea statue walking on its hands before it just turns into, you know, a pair of feet. How far can you charge at this point, Matthew? Oh, gosh, I don't know. My movement is like 19, I think. It's not quite that good. It's good, but not that good. Is there like a a complicated uh, thing to tell so me how far you look I can at, You look at your speed, and that's right. about how far you can charge, unless you have some other thing that gives you a bonus uh, amount of speed to your charge. But I don't think you have that. I, I think you might have something that just buffs up your speed. Period. My speed is seven. I can primal leap up to sixteen squares. Yeah, but that's not a charge. Right. Yeah. And you are currently eight squares away from Olaf. Isn't a charge plus one though? Or am I thinking of plus one to that's attack? That's on the attack. It's plus one to attack, yeah. Let's see. If I go one, two, three, four, five, six. Uh, and there's I, I can no. totally charge a golem. Yeah, and I'm going to use obedience reward on oh my with one two three four five on Sakar. Okay, activate the ring while telling Randis what to do. Turn to Sakar and tell him to tie up the other golem. Uh, you get to target can use a free action either to make a melee basic attack or to charge, gaining a power bonus to the attack roll of either attack equal to my intelligence modifier, so plus five. If it hits, it deals an extra two d eight damage. Okay. If you miss, you take nine damage. Okay. But I get to use obedience reward again. I swear that I have a power that allows me to use a an at will or a daily power rather than an at will. I think it's when I charge, but I can't find the thing on my sheet. Dibbly dibbly. Um I don't think so. I think all of your daily powers are yeah, it wouldn't be a daily that it lets you use. It might let you use an at-will. Okay. 
mostly because the Warden dailies are all transformation nonsense. They do have hey. some attack oh, wait. as well. Yeah, they're half and a half. But, but Matthew, I don't think, actually has any of those. Because depending uh, on how you do your math, you can actually end up with like one guardian I'm, form or like three guardian forms. I think I'm thinking of uh, my nocturnal frenzy, which is not this. This is not extra power in a charge. This is charge okay. a charge as an extra power. All right, so we'll my, go ahead and take the uh, melee basic. Melee basic. Oh, and uh, would, would, you can go to uh, this square, this square, or this square, I believe. Actually, no. Only this square or this square. Then I will go to this square here. This one? Okay. The one I'm in, and then I attack. I doodly doodly do. How do I attack anymore? I don't remember. Skrakow, 43 versus AC on a melee basic. Uh, 43 will hit. Okay. Now, since I'm hitting, I can... Uh, Savor the black blood for extra damage, correct? Or is that something that I can only do on my own turn? Um, it says no action. It's an encounter power, primal shadow, no action. Hit an adjacent creature with a melee attack. Yeah, I think you can use it, yeah. Wabada-hubada, so I shall do that. Is that a daily magic item power? No, it's, no. A, it's a super vampire power. We don't use the V word. It's uh, actually it's from his Paragon Path. Okay, so yeah, go ahead and put up put a plus ten on that. Yep, thirty-seven damage to that uh, golem, and I get ten temporary hit points. (laughs) There you go. Make sure you. There you go. Okay. So, yeah, Randa's, or not sorry, Randa's, Sakar runs over and crack cuts into the go- golem, which then also splits. Uh, this, this time we'll say uh, Sakar splits him down the middle uh, from head to, to crotch instead of um, across, the, across the belly. Um, Bisecting then, a line between his pupils. Yes, and then it. Um, also separates and that's, that's it. Okay. Uh, what else there for cat? <sighs> Move action. One, two, three, four, five, six. I'm a back up. Actually, that might not be the best call. What's my range on? That that is range ten. Alright. Uh before I move, I'm gonna spend okay. my action point. Okay. To use price of defiance on Olaf. Okay. What does that do? Uh if I hit him I get to do I get to make him do stupid things. Okay. Does a 50 hit his fort? Uh, 50 does hit his fort. Dang. All right. <laughs> I'm going to throw my Warlock's Curse damage in on this, but the uh, first chunk is force damage. Okay. So he's going to take damage. He's immobilized until the end of my next turn, which... Even more immobilized. Yes. 
his his immobilization lasts just a little bit longer now. Yeah, uh, I slide him five squares to a. Oh, that's what I was wanting to do. Oh, I s- can't slide him. Or, well, I slide him five squares to a square adjacent to one of my allies. That ally can then make a melee basic attack against the target as an opportunity action. But he's more than five squares away from anybody. That's why I had decided against Price of Defiance to start with. Uh, mm. Oh, he takes 36 damage. Uh, and I wasted that power. That's okay. Now I'll run down here. Smart. All set? Yeah. All right. That's going to take uh. us to Pine. Uh, Pine will um, raise his arms and then motion them forward, sort of like a conductor start striking up an orchestra. And who's this guy? Three is going to charge Orem. And deal 30 damage to Orem. Okay. Okay. Then... Uh, Golem 4 will shift over here and deal 30 damage to Sakar. Okay. And then Bloodstone Golem 2 will charge here and deal 30 damage to Randus. Okay. And that'll be Pine's turn. So he's immobilized? Yep. So if one were right here, Mm-hmm. And one attacked with a close burst too. Would that strike both Olaf and Pine? Uh, you'd have to be here, pretty much exactly in this square to get exactly both of them. in that square. I mean, so you I could be closer, but you can't be no farther than this square. All right. So if I'm here, that works. Yep. If you're up here, yes, that would work as well. All right. And if I retreat from this golem, is he going to take a whack at me? Uh, yes, unless whatever you do prevents opportunity attacks. But any other type of movement will get an opportunity attack, and it'll just deal damage because uh, it doesn't That's need what it to does. roll. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm going to risk it. Sakar is going to leap here. Uh, go ahead and take 30 damage. Uh, Sakar takes 30 damage. While in midair, Sakar catches fire. <laughs> okay. And it's a gross fire. It's not like the old cool, a look at me, I'm sunboy fire. Now it's literally like watching a man being roasted. And it's horrifying. And it's burning hair and burning skin. And he lands. And Skadoosh lands in the form of summer fire explosion. He attack. Uh, which hopefully will hurt Pine and Olaf bad and, you know, melt their faces and such. Uh, 38 versus AC. Uh, 38 versus AC is not going to hit either of them. All right. So they will take half damage from this brutally fiery attack. Um, 
Uh, I can't do that unless I hit. Can't do that unless I hit. That doesn't even do anything, so you can't do that. I already did that. Did that. Did the other thing. All right, I'm going to roll for damage. Okay. Yeah. I'm serious, too. Uh, sorry. I'm looking at the Autumn Reaper. That is the wrong attack, although I think it has the same basics. Well, the damage is different. Yeah, you're right, it is. So, 15 damage to okay. each of them. So that'll be 7 to each? 7 fire? Yep. Oh, great. They're immune to fire. Just asking. Actually, if I use my Vampiric Scimitar, it's not going to be fire damage. But uh, If the power says fire, that overwrites the Scimitar. If the power Man. doesn't say anything. Yeah, I know. Uh, it's funny. But that yes, uh, Olaf seems to just eat that attack completely. Stupid Olaf. Nobody likes you. Uh, what else there for Sakar? Um, I have landed in their faces. I could theoretically action point and hit them again. Mm -hmm. Does it seem like, strategically speaking, the voices in my head would say that's a good plan? Depends on who you're going to try to hit. Um, actually, I could try to hit both of them. Do you have something that would take down Olaf in a, or I'm sorry, a pine in one mighty swoop? Uh, probably not, but I could mighty swoop them down a little bit in theory. Because um, I don't know if they're both controlling, but it certainly looks like pine is controlling. Uh, if I warden's lure, I can pull them each adjacent to me and then smack the, the, but snick it out of them. But that would leave them, you know, adjacent to me. It's up to you. That seems okay, since you are the defender. And I feel like there's a chance that if we can take them down, that the, the golems will melt away into golem snot. So I am going to action point and warden's lure okay. their, their faces. All right. Uh, let's see. Do I get any bonuses for them being immobilized? Nope. Do I gain like combat advantage or anything? No, but you can choose whether you put um, each of them like up on this square or this square, or mm -hmm. for Olaf, this square or this square, since it's um, the same amount. I would like to put them above me on the Mickey Mouse ears to okay. avoid them having uh, flanking, flanking on, you. on yeah. me. Sure, sure. It's almost like I learned something playing this game with Rob for 17 years. Yeah. Yay. That that actually kind of was the optimal move if you don't want them to flank you. Ha-ha! <laughs> Look at me with the funny hat. Ugh, 43 versus uh, four, their AC. Versus AC. Uh, that will not hit either. Are you kidding uh, me? You only you rolled roll a nine. nine. Even so, it's a 43. Uh, numbers are big nowadays. Anything on a miss for that one? Um, bad attitude? Um, no. Attack strength okay. versus AC. Hit. Fribbity, uh, fribbity, 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 fribbity. Nope, I missed him. Oh, oh, that hurts my soul, dog. 
Okay. What else? Uh, that'll be everything I can do since I action pointed and used up all of my actions in the first time. So okay. the end of Sakaar's round now passes to Randus. Okay. Uh, Randus. First thing I'm going to roll my keeper's prescience. Uh, four. Okay. Okay. Then I'm going to try my trick of knowledge. Roll an arcana check. Is that a minor action? It is. Okay. <laughs> I'll take the four. <laughs> okay. What does that put you in? 47? Yeah, oh, 46. Or 48, I mean. Yep. Sorry. Uh, which will actually wouldn't make a difference. Uh, you want to keep the four then? Yeah, I'll keep the four. Okay. So this particular fight, I am making saving throws at the start of my turn instead of the end of my turn. Okay. And that's pretty much it for that. Well, that's good. Gross. <laughs> um, well, they can't all be winners. Nope. <laughs> but I want to make more of these buggers. I think we're going to have to. <laughs> if there's more of them, do they hit harder or less harder? I mean, it looks like uh, the Swatham are about to go next, so maybe I shouldn't be the one to pop them. Fair yeah. point. Man, I'm just far away from everything. Uh, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and swing on the thing that's on me with the magic weapon attack. Okay. Doing a punchy punch. Uh, 45 versus AC. 45 will hit. Okay, I do some damage. Okay. That, does that give you a plus one? No. It'd give okay. adjacent allies, but... Oh. Man. All right. Once again, it splits in half. What else there for Randos? Okay. So now use a move to shift out of the way and uh, prepare a crossbow for potentially doing a healer's momentum sometime within the next round, and... I think that'll be the end of my turn for now. Okay. That's uh, going to take us to Olaf. Uh, Olaf will raise uh, his shield arm and a ray of uh, unsettlingly bright light will shine on Sakar, which will mark him. And then Olaf will teleport here and smash Orem. It'll be a 40 versus Orem's AC. Uh, that hits it right on. Okay. Oh. Do you like Mage Armor or some stuff? No. Darn. You should get some. I have Dragon Cloth Armor. Dragon Cloth. Uh, that'll be 75 damage. Yeah, I'd like to respond. Okay. I am bloodied. <laughs> Allow me to retort, says Randy. Yes. Enemy deals damage with an attack to one of my allies within five squares of me. Yep. Making sure. Uh, so first I will attack uh, with my shooting the crossbow at Olaf. Ooh. Uh, for 50 versus AC. That'll hit. Nice. So Bolt uh, sticks firmly into him, and uh, another wire just kind of also... 
dabs into Orm, and so first off takes uh, two weapon. All right, uh, 24 damage to Olaf. Okay. And then the ally who is hit by the triggering attack roll can spend a healing surge. Okay. Uh, do I got two? I don't got any other allies with Pie Squares, so no extra temporary hit points, sadly, but uh, also regain an additional seven hit points when you spend a healing surge. All right. I will spend one healing surge and regain 39 plus seven. So I'm no longer bloodied, but I'm pretty close to it. All right. Well. Helped a little. Yes, it did. Thank you. All right. That is... Uh, let's see. Mark. Move. Standard. Yep. All right. That's going to take us to... Little Sparkle. Uh. Uh, little Sparkle... Uh, walks through a hedge and runs into a bloodstone golem. So <laughs> you're over here, Sam. Okay. That's not the worst thing in the world, I guess. Um, like, ah! Um, hey, founder! Now that's one less thing that Randus has to do this turn that he didn't do. Uh, yep. Well, I haven't seen any of the evidence of how these golems work, so I'm just going to start trying to mess this one up um, with a two, two uh, probably something that will get me out of this area, ideally. Um, but oh, it has not acted yet, so cool. So it's flat-footed against me, or, well, whatever the fourth edge version of that is. So I'm going to just go ahead and guess I'm just going to use Scoundrel's philosophy against this. And it's like, I really hate navigating this place. What have you guys gotten yourselves into? Um, and she'll stab the thing. Okay. Uh, 43 versus AC. Uh, 43 will hit. Uh, then it's going to take, all right, takes 55 damage. Okay. And there's a secondary effect if it's not shattered or into a million pieces that, or whatever. Uh, yeah, it's probably not gonna, it's not gonna count for it. Yep. All right. That's fine then. All right. What else? Uh, so did I effectively use my move action getting on this other side of the hedge? Uh, no, you can use a move action. Yeah, I'm going to just use uh, Ignoble Escape, uh, which is a uh, move action to sh shift a number of squares equal to my speed. Yeah. So I won't provoke. Uh, so it's 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30... And I'll attempt to become hidden at a minus five penalty as I do that. Okay. All right. So I'm hidden 36. Okay. Anything else? Uh, no, I'm good. Okay. That's going to take us to Bloodstone Golem 1. 
was going to walk over here and hits a car for 30 damage. That's going to take us to Golem 3, Bloodstone Golem 3, who is going to hit Orum for 30 damage. Okay, I'm bloodied and again, and I'm trying to find, Rodrigo, do you remember, do I have, I'm trying to find something that triggers when I bloody. Um, that would likely be an armor. You don't have a lot of stuff. Wizards usually don't have a lot right. of stuff that triggers when you're bloodied. So if it's not your armor, it's not your probably not your long sword. Let's see. I'm assuming you don't have a tattoo because those no were about fifty fifty on that trigger. Actually, do you have magic armor? I just have that dragon magic dragon cloth armor plus five, oh. but that's it. Okay. Uh, so I don't think so then. Okay. All right. So let's see. Golem 4 is our commission. Bloodstone mini golem 1. That's this guy next to Randus. He's going to uh, scooch on over and deal uh, 10 damage to Randus. Okay. It's going to take us to mini golem 4. We'll come over here and deal 10 damage to Randus. Ah. I uh, accidentally did 2. 4 is actually down here. That's fine. I'll just skip 2. Uh, four is going to come over here and deal 10 damage to Cat. Woo, resist. I take half of that. Then two already went. And three will come over here and deal 10 damage to Cat. Woo, resist some more. Okay. Top of the round. And that's going to take us to the next round of combat. Okay. Or Aurum. Can I do an area burst targeted on me, area burst one within 10 squares? Uh, no. You can target a square adjacent to you that's okay. within 10 squares. Uh, but I let's see. So if I target right here, will I get both of these guys? I'm not seeing your... Uh, right here. <laughs> yes, you would. Okay. Yes. That's uh, also going to provoke attacks of opportunity from both of them. Even with a mass charm... Mm -hmm. Can he shift and do the same thing and not provoke attacks? Can he shift somewhere where he doesn't provoke attacks? Can he shift like here? He could shift there. All right. And then throw that same attack in that same place. Yeah. I'll shift one back and then uh, drop my mass charm. Um, You slide each target up to five squares. Each target then makes a melee basic attack against a creature of your choice as a free action. So I believe Olaf. One, one, two, three, four, five, or maybe even here, five, would then be able to attack uh, Brother Pine. Mm-hmm. Bishop Pine. Uh, Bishop Pine. Sorry, he's Bishop. got a promotion since the last time we saw him. Yep. It's a melee basic attack. Mm-hmm. And Doctor. And then I think I can get, um, I think I can get this big guy to roll up right next to Olaf and attack him. Yep, possibly. Okay, so let's try that. Okay. So you're mind controlling them? Yeah, basically, mass charm. Very cool. You are? Are you putting in a value, Stephen? I don't have to put in a value. It's an automatic. 
Oh. I'm sorry. I was waiting for you to roll. Yeah, I I was too. Yeah, no, I don't have to do that. It's an automatic. Okay. Is that a daily? No, it is It is an encounter power, mass charm. Okay. Uh, I burst one within two squares. So I each target up to five squares. The target then makes a melee basic attack against the creature of your choice. Okay. All right. So one, two, three, four, five. You wanted them here or here? So let me ask you this. Uh, what is... Area burst two. If I did an area burst two right here, and he was here, and another guy was right here, it would catch all four of these guys, right? Yeah. Okay. Yes, that's where I want him. So here? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. And then he will... Melee basic attack. Make a melee basic. That will miss. Wow. Oh, I make him throw in his wand of accuracy. <laughs> he spends an action. One, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, it has to be this one. One, two, three, four, five. So the only way to get the golem up here is this way. Okay, that's fine. And then Olaf will just take the golem's da- damage. But he'll soak some of it. Okay. Okay. Uh, you know, Olaf's got a great strength of will, so I'm, he I'm makes sure himself miss and not hit his I'm sure he partner does. in crime. What else there for him? All right. I'm go so uh that shift was my move, right? Yes. Okay. Then I'm gonna use an action point. Okay. And I'm gonna drop mass transformation all right there in, in that little open slot between all okay. those dudes. And hope that it works. Turn them all into mushrooms. 35 versus fortitude. Um, That does miss. Obnoxiously, all of these guys get turned into little critters. Little magic mushrooms. Until the end of my next turn, or until the end of its next turn. So they basically all lose a turn. As a tiny beast, the target is dazed, and the only actions it can take are to move its speed or to shift. Um, if it takes damage from any source, it affects ends. Unfortunately, they will not take any damage, though. Oh, well. I tried. Not on a miss. They just shrink oh, yeah. down. Yeah. Uh, that is Orem's turn. That's going to take us to Ket. All right. If something is prone, does it it still takes opportunity actions, right? Yeah, it just takes a penalty. But since these guys auto hit, yeah, then it wouldn't matter. Okay, well, that's less useful than I want it to be right now. Unless you have something that capitalizes on them being prone, it's not going to matter. Yeah, I mean, it would give combat advantage. Sure. Yeah, but that's not necessary. Actually, I think I get combat advantage on anything I've cursed at this point. Yeah. Right. This enemy attack grants combat advantage to next. Oh, where's the list of things I had, Brian? Give me there it is. You attack an enemy cursed by you. That enemy grants combat advantage to your next ally who attacks it before the start of your next turn. Okay. Well, uh, I'm going to start by cursing the uh, two goobers next to me. 
Okay. Uh, we're going to use Diabolic Escape. Okay. Close burst one. Target each enemy in the burst. Effect. Each target gains vulnerable five fire until the start of my next turn. Then I teleport up to ten squares. Okay. And then I'm going to drop Vestige of Cronata on these two dorks over here. Okay. Or more accurately, I'm going to drop it on the space that's right behind them because it's a burst one within ten. Okay. That will be... Ooh, terrible. 35 versus Reflex. Uh, 35 versus Reflex. Um, now, Stephen, they are dazed, right? Yes, the from the mass transformation, yes. But any damage that they take will turn that off. Okay. So but that means I am currently getting advantage. combat advantage on them. So it's 37 versus Reflex. All right, well, let's see. That's better, but... No, that's not going to hit either of them. All right. Anything on a miss? Yeah, yeah, it's a vestige. I'm, I'm debating. I'm pretty certain that I have the uh, bonus on the uh, staff. Okay. Uh, from or the Randis bonus. Yeah, I believe you're the one I gave it to you. Plus four. So forty-one. Have we gotten there on a forty-one at all? I think it's all been forty-threes. Let me see. I, I can't remember if it was um, 43 looks like our roll is lowest. Yeah, yeah, that was me. This hits on a, or this does stuff on a miss. So they will take half damage and ongoing five fire save ends. Okay, go ahead and roll. So there'll be 12 fire damage. Okay. Uh, ongoing five fire damage save ends. And I'm going to swap out Larage for Cronada as my active pact. Okay, and those guys are also no longer little mushrooms. Yep. Yeah, I, I was going for a bigger hit than that. Ongoing how much, you said? Five. Yeah. Uh, try to remember that when their turn starts, in case I miss it. Move, minor, standard. All right, that's me. Uh, that's going to take us to pine. Fire damage. Fire damage. That's going to bloody him. Woo. At which point, uh, Olaf will reach out and give him a, a glowing beam of energy will appear and he'll get some temporary hit points. <laughs> Stupid. Pine will... He'll shift up this way. Nope. Yeah, he'll shift up this way. Um, and he will wave his hands and move this mushroom over here. Move this mushroom here. Slide this one here. And deal 10 damage to Randus. Okay. And then the other one will also deal 10 damage to Randus. So 20 total there for Randus. Roger, roger. Uh, then I this one will something wrong. go up here and deal 10 damage to Cat. Yeah. And then this one will come up here and also deal 10 damage to Cat. Those things are fast. <laughs> the faster, the smaller they are, the faster they are. 
All right, that's going to be Pine's turn, which will take us to Sakar. Probably better that they uh, followed me than attacking Sparkle, at least. They might not know I, where she is. Yeah, I, I hid. Oh, I missed Specifically because so I was afraid of being me. piled on by those things. Fair enough. So who marked me? Uh, Olaf. Did. Olaf. Does that matter at this point? Yes, that definitely matters at this point. Um, Mm -hmm. It means that you have to, if you make an attack that does not include him, you're at a Mm -hmm. minus two to that attack, Mm -hmm. and also potentially something else might happen. Potentially something else might happen. Mm -hmm. That sounds creepy. What if potentially he kisses my grits? All right, so... Well, if he kisses your grits, then potentially nothing would happen, as that would be you targeting him. Right. Uh, I am going to target him. Okay. Um, so if I teleport, that doesn't like have them able to attack my face, does it? Not usually, It no. does not. Good, I'm going to teleport here. Okay. I'm going to fall back into the earth and appear on the other side of Olaf. And I'm going to whip my sword up into the air and cause a lightning to infuse into the blade. I'm going to hit him in the face with the Guardian Storm. Nice. It's going to be awesome. Guardian Storm. It's going to be like lightning everywhere. If I could levitate, I would. Just be surrounded by lightning and then wham down the blade with the lightning on his face. Yeah, definitely. 46 versus AC with the lightning face. That'll hit. Since I'm doing this with my big sword, mm-hmm. I'm also going to have the sword bite and drain him uh, using the daily item power. Okay. Okay, then. Uh, okay. Using a daily item power, get 23 temporary hit points. I do? Man, I didn't mm-hmm. get you anything. <laughs> All right, so that's going to give me an additional 3d8 of necrotic damage along with the lightning that is currently going to lightning his face. Uh, Should I roll those separately? Uh, Yeah, go ahead and because you get something depending on that damage, right? So you you want it separate. Okay. The lightning... Hits him in the face for 33. And then the sword drains some of the juice out of him. Okay. For an additional 21 points uh, necrotic damage, which I get back because it literally drained his juices back into me. Yep. And Olaf is surrounded by a cage of shifting lightning. And if he moves, it'll bite him. Okay. All right. That is going to bloody him, uh, at which point uh, Pine is going to reach out and cast a bolt of light onto him Mm. and give him some temporary hit points. Well, he was temporarily bloodied. He's still bloodied. Oh, good. While he's still bloodied, that's going to trigger my lifeblood, which then triggers my crimson death. So Sakar becomes even more scary vampire-y than normal. 
Uh, what's the trigger for lifeblood? Uh, you bloody an enemy. Yep. So okay. at that point, Crimson Death will kick in. So my speed will increase. I'll have dark vision for what that's worth. And I'll be able to give ongoing damage uh, from terrible, terrible bleeding wounds. As well as combat advantage against anyone who has a terrible, terrible bleeding wound. So I moved and I attacked. Mm-hmm. I have the option for a minor. Do I have anything minor that would allow me to just melt his face? Typically not. Probably not. I feel like there's something I probably ought to do. Can you mark yeah. him? I can mark him, yes. In fact, I should mark him because I did attack him. No, that's not how the warden mark works. But that's okay. <laughs> you can declare that you mark him. I declare that I mark him. Here we go. Uh, da, 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 da. I have a burst 15. How far away is Orem? Like less than 15. Seven. Less than 15? Yeah, he's like seven squares away. Yeah. The, the inspiring word is resolve. <laughs> and Orem can now gather. Wait, we're 28 now? 66 mm-hmm. additional hit points. Are, are those so temporary I've, hit points or? You would spend a healing surge. Okay. And then you would, along with that surge, get 66 additional hit points. Oh, right. I'll take that. And you're saying that, six. D6, right? That's six six. D6s. Oh, D6. Not 66. I was like, man, I'll take 66. That is six six sided dice. Uh, and you need what? to roll that, Matthew. I do, and I'm about to. 66 is actually 21 in this case. So <laughs> your healing surge plus 21. Okay. What else? Um, unless I can just like melt him with my steely red haired gaze. Or red-eyed gaze, black-haired gaze. Now somebody's going to go out and yeah, it's too late. I'm just. Eh. <laughs> I'd All ask set. Steven to edit it out, but that never helps. Ah, uh, that's everything. Okay. That takes us to Randis. All right. Uh, first, I'm going to roll my keeper's prescience. A five. <laughs> okay. Wow, that's wow. better. Yep. One better. Uh, I think I'm going to try to pop some of these minions. Okay. So first I'm going to shift out and then uh, channel uh, Grape Dust Cloud. Oh, man. It does bring up a question. Well, we'll find out. They might be immune to this. Should, what do you guys think? Should I get Olaf or one of the minions? Olaf. I'd say well, Olaf. Olaf. All right. Okay. Well, I will uh, center it. It's not doing the boop here. It's going to be a burst three within 20. Okay. 40 versus fortitude. That'll be... A 40 versus fortitude. That will not hit. Not hit anyone? It won't hit Olaf. It won't hit Olaf, but it'll also be targeting Bloodstone Golem 1, 2, and whatever one's below Cat and Brother... The other uh, bishop. Oh, okay. Um, so it won't hit either of the bishops. Okay. But it'll hit, uh, you said, one, two, and three? The one that's yes. underneath, right underneath Ket? Yep, three. Okay. Yep, so it'll hit those three. 
Okay, uh, that'll do 1d10 uh, plus 9 necrotic damage. Okay. Each ally in burst gains one power bonus to attack rolls and all defenses until the end of next turn. Uh, I think that's just going to be Ket. Woo! <laughs> right, go and, ahead and roll. Uh, anything on a miss? Uh, there is an effect. Uh, each ally in burst can spend a healing surge and regain additional hit points equal to 2d6 plus 13. Uh, is that what it right now? <laughs> if not, that's all right. Just take the. I've only taken 20 damage. All right. I was mainly just trying to yeah. clean up the board, maybe. Clean up the board's good. All right. Looks like necrotic work. Yeah, maybe I should have not bothered with Olaf. Oh, well. <laughs> that helps, right? Yeah, it does. All right, uh, that's that's one uh, curse trigger there. Oh boy, uh, <laughs> uh, I can deal fire damage to one or two enemies affected by my warlock's curse. Eh. There you go. Which is what I'm gonna do. Uh, so I'm gonna do nine fire damage to. Uh, did Olaf take the fire damage earlier? Olaf ignored it. Olaf hasn't I gone believe. yet. Oh. I mean, like, when I hit him. Uh, he absorbed some of it. Oh. Absorbed some of it. Okay. Uh, then I'm going to hit Pine and uh, the mini golem that's next to me for nine fire damage each. Okay. Uh, and then I can push each enemy one square. Oh, nice. Well, that's uh, going to wreck the mini golem. Yay. I will push Pine one space to the left. And Good then to know I that they can be killed and they don't just keep going into smaller and smaller golems. <laughs> well, maybe they do, and they're just so small that they're ineffective yeah. now. They're nanogolems. They're actually uh, they are, attaching. in fact, they do break apart into smaller pieces, but uh, they are not reconstituting into like a fighting form, but they are kind of wiggling around. Oh. Yeah. Uh, and then that'll trigger my curse again. Mm-hmm. So I will do the same thing, except for it'll be the nine fire damage to Pine and nine fire damage to Olaf, and okay. I'll shove Pine closer to Sakar. Okay. I figure if he does stuff, Sakar can smack him Whack for him. it. Yeah. Love smacking. Uh, and right. I won't shove Pine anywhere because that seems counterproductive. Because he's good right there. Now. Uh, did he take any of that extra fire damage there? Who did? Olaf. Fine. No. Uh, Olaf has not did not take any of that damage. Okay. His fire is at least resist nine solid. to fire. At least. <laughs> Someone. I think it's closer out. to fifteen because I hit him with fire earlier and it didn't touch him. Fair. Someone could find out. <laughs> they could. I need more. In actions. theory. <laughs> uh, all right. That all happened during Randa's turn. So what else yes. there for Randa's? I got a minor action left. Uh, who wants healing? Uh, Sakar, probably? Or how you doing, Orm? Uh, I'm at okay. 118 out of 147. So. All right. Yeah, I think I'll heal our defender who's next to the two biggins. 
So I'll just do a healing infusion. So go ahead and get your healing surge value plus uh, 23 back. Okay. As the dart flies out from my robo fist and gives you a little healing syringe. And that'll Wait, be. Wait, I can't be above my level. Well, yeah, I'd cap out at your max health. Yeah. Yeah, I did the math in my head and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> all right, what else there for Randis? That'll be all. Okay. That's going to take us to Olaf for the dreaded uh, mutual uh, mark. Mm-mm. So he'll attack Sakar. It takes fire damage. Not that it does anything. It, it does not, in fact, do anything. 39 versus AC? No. Not today, Olaf. That'll take us to Little Sparkle. Uh, I am going to move to 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. I say this. 35, 40, 45, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, Yeah, you know, it's, it's force of habit. It's six. Um, and then I'm going to charge Olaf with a leaping dagger kick. Um, and she's like, I feel like I'm missing some context here, um, and kick him to the ground. Okay. Oh, I got a 53 to hit. Yeah. Well, that's going to hit anyway, but he doesn't fall prone. Oh, interesting. Well, uh, uh he's a little sturdy dwarf. Yep. Oh, sure. Uh, well then, I mean, I guess I didn't have combat advantage on him as yeah, a result. So that's, that's a 51 to hit, which is still going to hit him. Yes, that is fair. Uh, but that does mean I don't get my... Uh, sneak attack. Sneak attack. Sneak attack. Uh, um, had someone attacked him since my turn? Just... Um, uh, someone attacked him just now. Had someone attacked him before that? I don't know. I don't think so. Sorry. Did they? I mean, Sakar wanted to. I think Sakar did. I'm assuming Sakar did, since they're Jason. Yeah. I missed it. This is my bad. Yeah. All right, carry well, on, Sam. Sure. All right. Then don't although I did start at hidden, was he able to see me? Yeah, if you're if you charge. Okay, uh, fair enough. Like you right. you moved first and you didn't roll to maintain that stealth and then you yep, charge. Yep, nope. Sad on the no sneak attack then. Um all right, then just gonna roll some regular damage. Um all right, then he takes 28 damage, and he is dazed until uh, the end of my next turn. Okay. That's funny. Sparkles never fought a dwarf, so wasn't wasn't accounting for their Yeah, you almost stride. overshot his head entirely. <laughs> All right, what else? Uh, that was a charge, so I'm done. Okay. Uh, so it's going to take us to mini golem one. Who will sh- shift over here and attack Randis mm-hmm. uh, for ten damage. ten damage? And then that uh, guy's not there. Oh shoot! Uh, hang on, did you forget? I knew it. I knew this was going to happen. We were supposed to be taking like tens and thousands of more damage. No, uh, there should be <laughs> four more golems on the field. 
Like when oh, you turn them okay. into mushrooms, I was like, I got to remember that they're actually big ones that got uh, turned little. And oh, sure right, enough, right. I didn't. Uh, let's uh, see. Well, but, did do a big uh, yeah, attack. He did have a big burst did. attack. Probably would have cleaned yeah. it out anyway. Yeah, that's that's what did it. So Orem missed. It didn't do any damage. Oh. Turns them into babies. Randus hit them with, hits them with a burst attack that causes them to presumably go back to their original state, take right. damage, split. Right. So there should be four more golems on the board. Oh, no. All right. So <laughs> mini golem six will uh, move over here and deal 10 damage to little sparkle. Ouch. Uh, Mini Golem 5 will stay where it is and deal 10 damage to Little Sparkle. Mini Golem 8 will move over here and deal 10 damage to Sakaar. And Mini Golem 4 will stay where it is and deal 10 damage to Sakaar. And then Mini Golem 2 will move over here. And deal 10 damage to Orem. Okay. All right. That's going to take us to the top of the third round. Where do I need to move to get a close... Is it close burst? Do, 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 do. Close burst three to maximize all these guys up here surrounding... Um, is it going to hit out? You don't need to move anywhere to do it. Pretty much right on Olaf. Uh, yeah, it's a close burst. If you just burst. drop it on Olaf, it'll be fine. Uh, it's a close. It's burst. a close burst, so I have to move. Oh, oh it's a close burst three. Yep. Uh, what's the range on your face step right now? Is it seven then? Yep. Okay. So yeah, you go right there, uh, which you also have the ability to make a melee attack when you teleport. Still, right? Uh, I do if still? I teleport next to an enemy. Yeah, you're going to teleport next to an enemy since you want to close burst them. Okay. So one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, you pop up next to the little sparkle, smack him with your sword, and then go boom. All right, I will do that. Uh, let so, me f- how does your face step do more than five? Because I'm wearing Eldrin boots. Is that just a property? Yep. 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 Okay. No right. temporary hit points then. Right next to that guy, and then uh, melee basic forty-six. Nice versus AC. All right. And my melee basic is... Uh, so he'll take 18 damage there. Okay. And then I will cry out, even though this is not going to affect Pine as much, I don't believe. I'm going to uh, cry out, Oh, let's call down the uh, fires from heaven. And I'm going to use my Supreme Glorious Presence. Each enemy in burst. Ooh, boo. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's uh let's see. That is a thirty versus will. Uh that is not going to hit anything on the I'm board. I'm going to guess that is correct. Uh but then there's an effect, and I wonder does effect only work on a hit? Because you and each ally no, in the burst effects No effects uh if, so things that only happen on a hit. Yeah. We'll say hit. Right. An effect happens no matter what. Okay. Hit or miss. So each ally in the burst gains temporary hit points equal to my wisdom modifier plus one half my level. So wisdom modifier. 
is plus whatever one. that is. It's one plus yeah. uh, half my level. So that's 15 bonus uh, temporary hit points that you guys get. Now, those don't stack. No. They do oh. not. So I currently have temporary hit points. Yeah. So if you if this would give you more, you use that. If it will give you less, they just fall off. And that also goes for Sam. Sorry, how many do I get? 15. Thank you. Yep. 15 temporary. And uh, that was my move. And that was yeah. my attempt. Oh, let me use my um, let me use my torque of power preservation. Mm-hmm. All right, it uh, it is regenerated. It doesn't it doesn't expend the supreme glorious presence because I rolled a twenty eight. And um, if the result is ten or higher, that power renews as if you'd taken a short rest. You rolled a twenty three, didn't you? Uh, yes, it's still higher than ten. Okay, and I'm done. All right, that's going to take us to cat curse two and five. I guess, since those are the two closest. Okay. We will go with Awaken the Dragon on... Oh, how close are Olaf and Pine? Are we wanting to go after Olaf or Pine right now? Well, Olaf is closer to being death. Pine is the one that seems to be controlling the um, the golems. Uh, but Olaf is uh, dazed right now because of me, so if you kill him, a bonus hitting him, go for it. That seems reasonable. All right, yep. Oh, Awaken yeah, the Dragon. So. On, oh, Awaken the Dragon is a burst one. Each creature in burst. I do still have a burst. Well, we're going to drop that right there. Okay. Uh, and try and get both. That'll be a 48 versus Will on everybody, but Olaf, who's a 50 versus Will. Uh, that will... Uh, that'll hit everybody. Yay. All right. So I'm assuming I'm going to destroy a couple golems. Uh, Does this deal damage? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I am a striker still. That will be 23... Necrotic damage. Okay. Uh, if the target is cursed by me, it gains vulnerable five to all damage until the end of my next turn. Uh, vestige pack, I gain temporary hit points equal to five plus my int mod, so I get ten temp hit points. Okay, so they... What happens to them? What do they get? Vulnerable five to all damage until the end of my next turn. Okay. If they're cursed by me. Okay. Which is three of the so, four of them. yeah. Okay, so does that resolve the power? Yes. Okay, you get one court curse trigger. I will drop nine fire damage onto Pine. Okay. Which will be 14 because of the vulnerable. Okay. Nice. Right? Yep. Um, this seems cute. Uh, <laughs> the golems are actually a, would count as attacking, right? Hitting, I guess. Yeah. I have a trigger that says an enemy hits me. That 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 still goes, yeah. Cool. Uh, I'm going to go one. I'm going to wander past mini golem number two. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Attack of opportunity. It might just not. That's fine. 
And that's a minor, a move, a standard. I'm good. Okay. All right. That's going to take us to Pine. He takes more fire damage unless he saved against it. Uh, I guess I didn't have him try and save. He does. Darn. Boo. So he will shift and he will blast Orem with a beam of spooky light. Uh, So that will be a 48 versus will. Yep. Uh, That'll be 80 radiant. Yep, 80 radiant. Okay, bloodied again. Okay. And then he will spend an action point. Uh. And. This guy sucks. Slide. I don't know that I've seen a bad guy to play and spend an action point in this game to date. Huh? <laughs> yeah, any. Uh, elites yeah, I mean, have I, one I know point. that all elites can do it. I just can't remember the last time I saw it. Pretty sure the. Uh, the gift that had Coralon's thing spent an action point. Uh, fair enough. Then he is going to move uh, Mini Golem 2 over here to Orem. Can I take an opportunity attack? It's a slide. Boo! And deal 10 damage to him. Okay. Uh, then he's going to move Mini Golem 1 over here. And deal 10 damage to Orem. I'm going to yell at Pine. Okay. I got eight. Eh, we can smell our, our own. That's why he's attacking me. <laughs> and then he's going to slide uh, Mini Golem 4 over here. Now I'm dead. Now I'm down. And deal 10 <laughs> damage to Orem. Now, now I'm at minus two. Okay. So I'm prone and... Does your epic destiny give you anything that triggers when you hit zero hit points? Mm, I don't believe so. Now it gives him something when he dies. Yeah, that's. Yeah. Uh, I was reading on that. That's pretty cool. But and then uh, he's going to move Minigolem eight over here and deal ten damage to Little Sparkle. Uh, actually, at that point, I'm going to avoid getting surrounded. So I'm going to use um, what's it called? My immediate action uh, to acrobats escape, which is the trigger. Okay. An enemy enters a square adjacent to me. Uh, and so that golem becomes immobilized until the start of its next turn, and then I get to shift up to my dex mod to not be adjacent to the target. Okay. Um, so I'm just going to shift all the way around to be, let's go with back here. All right. In that case, uh, that golem is just going to deal 10 more damage to Orem. All right. Well... <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh. Whoops. It's okay. It's fine. Well, I mean, not not super fine. I mean, if they keep keep smashing me. uh, If they keep smashing you, we get to see what your epic destiny does to prevent you. Yeah, it's true. (laughs) You you wanted to show it off, right? I mean, not really, but... um, That's going to take us to Sakaar. My epic density would help me here. Uh, Unfortunately, I'm not the one who's injured. And... I really feel like I've exhausted all of my multiple target items. Just smash that guy. Yeah. Which one? Olaf. Olaf? Yeah, I think so. 
I mean, he's right next to you, and you're marked. Well, That's yeah, true. but I mean... I mean, I mean, I mean... Yeah, I mean, you could go... You could go fight Pine and see what the mark does. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's I like a great that idea. Wait. Yeah, you do like that plan. I'm going to attack Olaf. Okay. I'm going to ward my smash in his warding smash. Okay. 46 versus reflex. Uh, 46 versus reflex will hit. Excellent. Ha ha. Yeah. Let's see. Hang on. I got to look at a thing. So I am in super vampire form. So what does that do for my damage bonus? It doesn't do jack. All right. Ha ha. He's taking ongoing 10 damage. Now let me roll my damage on the warding smash. Takes five extra on this. Does he? Still vulnerable. Yeah, uh, yeah, I made him vulnerable five to my next turn. Oh, that's beautiful. Oh, what a schmucky roll. Um, forty-one damage. Okay. How much? What's his vulnerability? Five. 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 Matthew added it in there. I calculated oh. in the five. Oh, so 41 oh, okay. is, is with the five. Okay. Well, that's helpful. Yep. And he is now taking 10 ongoing damage. Save ends. Okay. So Orem's unconscious. Correct. Surely there's something I can do about that. You can uh, interrogate Bishop Pine about that... Uh... Corlon Jim in my pocket. Iron Resurgence. Can find out who gave them intel about where we'd be. <laughs> you didn't hear that. Iron Resurgence says, target, me or one ally must be blooded, bloodied and have at least two healing surges remaining. It doesn't say they have to be up and walking. Right. So I could target Orem with Iron Resurgence. Sounds like it. I think I'm going to do that. Uh, the target okay. loses a healing surge okay, and can spend one or two healing surges. Yeah, I'm, my healing surges are getting pretty low. Okay. Uh, but I'll go ahead and do two of them. Okay. So I've spent a total of three, Rodrigo. Yes. And then you will also gain temporary hit points equal to half your healing surge value. Okay. Okay. Thank you. So... Temporary hit points like twelve. Now you will still be like flat on your back, but you will be yeah. awake. Is that correct? Yep. Okay. I have the ability to move. Will it do me any good to do so? Nope. Because what'll end up happening is that guy will just uh, when Olaf move goes the, on his turn, will just knock me down again. Move the slurks around. I cannot see Olaf's. Uh, Far anymore. It's super low. Very close to dead. You Is can shift above him and mark him, Pine, and Golem 8. That sounds like fun. I'll shift above him and mark him, Pine, and Golem 8. <laughs> okay. 
That's so much fun to do. And a shift is a, mo- a move action. Is that correct? Yep. Or yep. No. Yep. Okay. Okay. So that's a move minor standard for Sakar. Right in the face of Brother Olaf, who sucks. Okay. All set. We'll move to Randis. All right. Rolling Keeper's Prescience. And a five. Uh, I'm <laughs> wow. going to move. Clearly, you did not uh, foresee this battle at all. No, I've been too busy thinking about this formula. Yeah. Uh, here. Yep. Because uh, now I'm going to do a cockroach swarm. Pretty much centered on Olaf. Nice. Once again, try to clear out these guys or at least set up combat advantage so little Sparkle can kill the Olaf. Appreciated. Kill the Olaf. Sparkle can get easy combat advantage on Pine right now since I attacked him. Kill the Olaf. He hasn't been attacked yet. I'm going to try. We'll see. Uh, this requires me rolling, which has been you can really do it. erratic. We have faith in you. Hey, hey, 46 versus, I believe, Reflex. Yes, Reflex. That'll hit. everyone in a close blast five, which is all the bad guys. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's going to hit everyone. So, in addition to making his own, uh, grants combat advantage. It does 2d8 plus int damage with f- ongoing five save ends. How long does that zone last? Uh, for the rest of the combat. Okay. Uh, 19 damage, untyped. Okay. And ongoing five save ends. So, 24 with the vulnerability. They also have ongoing five save ends and uh, create a zone that lasts until the end of the encounter. Any enemy within the zone grants combat advantage. All right. What else? Uh, minor action. Shoot a, a curative admixture at Orem. So you can get... Uh, he doesn't have to spend a healing surge, but heal back uh, healing surge value plus uh, 23. Okay. Let's move minor standard. And I will call that the end of my turn. All right. That's going to take us to Olaf. Uh, Olaf will... And he takes takes five. Uh, What else? Any of these fall off of him? He's still dazed, right? Yep. That is uh, falls off until uh, at the end of my next turn. Okay. So still marked. Yeah, still marked. Yep. Still vulnerable, still cursed. taking ongoing damage, still... Uh, he's not immobilized like anymore, right? Cursed on one of those golems, right? Uh, yes. Yes. Uh, nine damage at Pine. Okay. <laughs> uh, which will be 14 because of the uh, vulnerability. Yep. Fire damage? Yep. Otherwise, I would have thrown it at Olaf. Yeah, fair Are enough. You telling me Olaf is still standing... Yep. <laughs> Apparently. Did he take his 10 ongoing bleeding damage? I mean, he would have. <laughs> if. If <laughs> he didn't have anybody. Ability. <laughs> so he can just soak ongoing damage? Uh, Well, so he has. No one's resist, rolled to find out. Resist 10 all. 
So if you deal any damage to him that's 10 or lower, nothing happens. You just What there. about the so, uh, vulnerability? Yeah. So... <laughs> well, no, I, well, I yeah. would like to know how that interacts with the vulnerability, please. It, they both happen. So he has yeah. both the vulnerability and the resistance. So the vul- basically he is taking like five damage from... Okay. From the 10 on. But anything... Makes- yeah, anything that's still below where the vulnerability would put him above 10, he doesn't take. So if he takes ongoing 5, but takes 5 damage, right, takes 5 additional damage, that still gets completely eaten by right. the resistance. He soaks it. Oh, this guy sucks. Oh, I thought it was... Yeah. We should have killed him in Tuberville. <laughs> I wasn't even there, and we should have killed him in Tuberville. All right. Wait, that was, was I there option. the second time we went to Tuberville? It was the second. Uh, time he was he was there the second time you went to Tuberville. Yes, but was I there? Uh, you mean car? was the car no. there? No. Were okay. you there? Yes. I was somebody <laughs> else at that time. Yes, so you were somebody that. else then. Anyway, anyway, Tuberville is designed uh, so Rodrigo could torture me. So I'm thrown into the pit the first time. <laughs> let's try and. Uh, attacks a car since he's marked. Let's see what happens. And see what happens. Uh, 52 versus AC. That does hit. Okay. Uh, I'd like to four, use my uh, 89. Yep, just 89. Right. I'd Who like to use my strike backs. Can I, can I use my strike backs? Uh, you can. I'd like to strike back, please. Hang on, am I bloodied? Oh, wait, no, no, I'm not bloodied. That hurt. I mean, that hurt a lot, but I'm not bloodied. I mean, that's one above my bloodied value. Dang, man. I guess you are a defender. He's a primal defender. Yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm what you like to call hit points. one of them yeah. primus <laughs> All right, so I'm going to strike back, hit him in the face with a melee basic attack with my big sword. Uh, at some point, the lightning evaporated around him, but he hasn't moved, okay. so it doesn't matter. 49 versus AC. Nice. 49 will hit. Bacow. Let's see if I can finally take the schmuck off the board. Bacathoom. I am tired of his face. <laughs> Head and his stupid face. Hang on, I'm looking at my if-then statement under if you want to hurt them more. Uh, and I've used that. I used that. <laughs> did that. Did that. Am I seriously out of ways to hurt him more? Oh, wait. Uh, I mean, if you consider that you've taken like uh, at least three attacks plus yeah. one, at least one more that got probably triggered by Ket or something. That's likely. I am on fire. So that, that, I mean, that gives me the 26 instead of the 23. So 31 damage in the face. Uh, 31 damage is going to take him out. Please fall down. Please fall down. I'm so tired of you, you schmuck. All right. That is going to end Olaf's turn. So that's going to take us to Little Sparkle. All right, then I'm just going to try to finish this off. So I've got combat advantage because uh, mm-hmm. of you, Cat. Clockroaches. 
And oh, well, uh, you've got combat advantages because of cockroaches. Rindus actually had combat advantage on Pine because of me. Uh, okay, well, I'll take he, it. He still has uh, so a I'm just going to move on over and sly flourish to try to kill this guy. When does the uh, vulnerability go away? Uh, until my next turn. He's vulnerable. Wait, do we want to keep him alive? Oh, yeah. The sweet. end of my next That's turn. Nice too. All right. So 44 versus AC? Uh, 44 versus AC will not hit. Uh, is he higher level. level than me? Uh, yep. He's right. higher level than you. Then I will use uh, Peerless Predator to reroll that. Nice. Ah, boom. To a 42. Lame. Uh, That will not hit. All right. Well, I guess I won't finish this off. (laughs) No. uh, Because I don't really want to use an action point at this point in the fight, and I don't have a minor action attack. So I'm, uh, I... Did you use combat advantage that first time? Yeah. Okay. I wasn't sure if that was calculated in. Nope. Uh, she did my... roll a five. Okay. I just rolled very poorly. Yeah. Okay. That's a bummer. That's uh, going to take us to the top of the fourth round of combat. Wow. How often do we go four rounds anymore? Nowadays, not not too many. Usually, there's a serious uh, puncture one way or the other by the third round of combat. That's going to take us to Orem. So this guy in front of us is dead? Uh, he is down, at least. Okay. Um, so I can stand up. Yep. And... Um, Just <laughs> magic missile him. Which guy? <laughs> the the only one who's oh, left pine? standing? Yeah, I'll do do a magic missile on Pine. He's the okay. only valid Pew, pew, target. pew. 17 force damage. All right. I'm going to take him out. Damage. That's going to take us out of combat rounds. Okay. I'm going to rush up to Pine. I'm going to grab him and say, tell me how to get Coralon out of this gem. <laughs> He's not going to know how. He might. Uh, sorry, I got lost. Who are these guys? <sighs> Losers Old we met foes? before. One of apparently an endless string of old enemies. I don't like them. Uh, when when Orem grabs Pine, uh, he says, uh, you're never even going to make it to the tower. <laughs> There's an entire garrison between you and the entrance. <laughs> he killed himself. What's wrong with this fool? That's where yes, he, kill, he killed himself. He, he did the last thing. He twisted and broke his own neck. No, he he oh. he died from a uh, invisible missile-shaped puncture wound to his ribs. Good. Um, he does have a fancy-looking necklace, though. Ooh, I'll take that fancy-looking necklace. What is it? <laughs> um, it seems to be a like a cabochon, cabochon, like a like a roundy thing set into some uh, metal. Uh, it appears to be the same stone as the golems. Hmm. I'll uh, toss this over to who? Ket or Randus? 
because I think I already what? have a I think I already have a ne- next slot item. Yeah, everybody already has next slot items. Oh man, toss it over to Randus. So he <laughs> I'll can give it to Randus. So work on identifying. Okay. What about uh, this other guy? Uh, go ahead and give me an Arcana check. Just just to hunt for botches. Uh, for actually, who? Uh, Randus is doing that. Yeah. Uh, yes. If you toss okay. it to Randus, he has it. All right. I actually do not have a next slot item. Oh, there you go. Yeah. You want me to do an Arcana? Yes. Or what did you say? If you want to identify it, yes. Okay. I got a ring that helps, I think. Because me... <laughs> that's necessary. <laughs> Your arcana is 950. Just push the button, Frank. Yeah. Well, I guess maybe not. You gain a plus five item bonus to arcana checks made to detect magic. Is that not necessarily no, applicable? No that, is, no, that is not what is happening. Okay. Here. Darn. <laughs> He's looking for you to roll a one. I know. Like, I just. Yeah. He just doesn't want to. Yeah. Oh, shoot. Well, <laughs> plus 44, so 54. Uh, with a 54, you can determine that this thing controls the golems. <laughs> Fair enough. Can I control the golems with it? You put it on? Sure. Does it? Okay. Do I see any reason not to? No, you don't see any reason not to. Uh, there evil. is... You can you can see from here above the hedge another set of statues. Hmm. All right. I'll see if I can make a move. Okay. You like what do you do to to make a move? Like concentrate and think about them moving. Okay. See if I can get them to walk. Yeah. You uh you concentrate and yeah one of them takes a step forward. Ooh. All right. Uh, hey, guys, I think I can control the golems. Good. Well, that might be useful for that whole garrison thing. Yeah. That's kind of what I was thinking. What about this other guy that's laying here? Olaf? Yeah. Uh, he's just uh, kind of lying down on his face. I'm going to kick him and see if he moves. Yeah, check uh, for he... signs alive. Uh, he is not alive. Um, can someone who knows how we navigate this place a little bit better find a place where we can take a quick breather and then we can move on with your golems? We're just going to have to hide in the corner of a plaza and hope no one shows up. Oh, fun. There's yeah. nowhere nearby here that's going to be a defendable. Could we hide in a hedge? Yeah. Uh, that didn't go so well for me last time, but... Like each of us hold a handful of branches and just try to blend in. Please move her along. We are a hedge. <laughs> so we're so hiding we're in some try shrubbery. To get a quick short rest. Think we'll hide can take a short rest. All right. We'll take a short rest. It'll last a whole week for most of you. That's a long rest. Yeah. We should get all of our encounters back. Yeah. All right, uh, that'll wrap it up for this installment. Thank you so much for downloading and checking us out. We will be back next time. And until then, here's hoping all of your dice rolls are critical hits. This 
This podcast is copyright 2020 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC.